0: Live from America, you're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy.
1: This is LFA TV. And what does that stand for? Live from America TV because we're everywhere. We're all around the country. You can't stop us. There's too many hands making light work. And thank you very much for being here tonight. I am your ever so humbled, God fearing, God loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip hop patriot. And we're broadcasting from the Live Free or Die, Granite State of New Hampshire got my boy producer Eli with me and we have got one H-E double hockey sticks of a show for you today but we've got a lot of new names in here today and we've got people coming back to the show like jump off like Larry Reha's back and Chavez Linda and J.K. Alba how you doing S. Marvel is in the building Michelle Groff Troy Farr. B.J. Hines, always on time from the great state of Georgia. We've got Godly Matters. Scotty is back in the building. It's me, 77, is watching tonight. Bargain Queen is in the building. Cindy Lauer Langewish, how you doing? Good to see you. Forrest Trump, ooh, I like it. Susie Q in the building. Dana Quebb from my great home state of New Hampshire here in the northeast, where we're taking it hard with rain right now. No one cares, but me is in the building. I don't know. I think we all care. Beanery is here. How you doing? One more. Let's give it to Tim d 11 You get the last shout out of the day. God bless you, man. Well, guys, earlier today, you probably saw on Mike Crispy's show, or maybe one of the other shows, uh, that uh, Miss Collins from CNN, you know, the one that tried to trip up Trump at the town hall. Remember that? She, she just got her butt absolutely handed to her. Like delivery? It's not delivery, it's DiSorno. here's your butt, it's handed to you? Well, if you didn't get to see Mike Crispy's show earlier, you probably did not see her try to paint uh, Senator Tuberville, Tuberville as a racist because they're talking about the word, or the two words, white nationalist. Now, I always thought that that was just them trying to take other words and trying to label you as a racist using other words, right? because I am white and I am a nationalist. Anybody who says America first is a nationalist and I'm white. But Ms. Collins says, no, it means you're racist. What are you talking about? And he's like, no, that's, that's a matter of your opinion, but that's not what a white nationalist is. Check this out. I told you they've been trying to change the uh, definition of words forever.
0: Democrats, whoever wants to be in the, uh, the, the military to fight for this country, to protect this country. That's what it's all about.
2: But just to be clear, you agree that white nationalists should not be serving in the US military. Is that what you're saying?
0: If if people think that a white nationalist is a racist, I agree with that. I agree a, they should A white nationalist
2: be, is someone who believes that the white race is superior to other races. No, well, that's that, what a racist is. That's some is. people's
0: opinion. Uh, and I don't think, that's I mean, opinion. a lot of, uh,
2: it is pardon? opinion. Pardon? What's your opinion?
0: My opinion of a white nationalist, if somebody wants to call him white nationalist, to me is an American. It's an American. Now, if that- white nationalist is a racist, I'm totally against anything that they want to do because I am 110% against racism. But I want somebody that's in our military, that's strong, that believes in this country, that's an American, that will fight along anybody, whether it's a man or woman, black or white, red, it doesn't make any difference. Uh, and, and so I'm totally against identity politics. I think it's ruining this country, and I think that Democrats ought to be ashamed for how they're doing this, because it's dividing this country and it's making this country sh- weaker every day.
2: But that, that's not identity politics. You said a white nationalist is an American. It is
0: identity politics. You said a
2: white nationalist is an American, but a white nationalist is someone who, who believes horrific things. You don't. Do you really think that's someone who should be serving in the military?
0: Well, that's just a name that has been given. I mean, it's not. Listen, it's, a real,
2: it's a real definition. There's real concerns about so if about you're going to do away
0: with most white people in this country out of the military, we got huge problems.
2: It's not. It's we got not, huge problems. It's not people who are white. It's white nationalists
0: that have a few probably you see the different beliefs. Right? That have that have different beliefs. Now, if racism is one of those beliefs, I'm totally against it. I am totally. You know
1: what I don't like? What I don't like is the fact that these congressmen and these senators are pretty dumb. I'm not saying that I think uh, Senator Tuberville is a a dumb individual, but their responses are so stupid. Their responses are so dumb. And did you see her RBF? If everybody knows what an RBF is, I'm sure you do. We had a lot of women who watched the show. That RBF that she always has, that resting you-know-what face, it's like this. I just can't stand it. And I just don't understand why these people have such a hard time with these newscast show hosts. I just don't understand how hard is it to lay it out. You know what? How about we just bring it up like this? We, can we bring this up? All right. There we go. Here, here it is. Look at this. There we go. Dictionary. A nationalist. I love doing this. This is the greatest thing. A person who strongly identifies with their own nation and vigorously supports its interests, especially to the inclusion or detriment of the interests of other nations. For example, he, is, he was a staunch nationalist during his 22 years in power. As an adjective, relating to nationalist or nationalism, a nationalist movement. Political ideology, over to the right. Nationalism is an idea and movement that holds that a nation should be congruent with the state as a movement. It tends to promote the interest of a particular nation, especially with the aim of gaining and maintaining the nation's sovereignty over its homeland to create a nation state. And if you are white, then what do you call yourself? What do you call yourself if you happen to have peach-colored skin? By the way, this is white. Does this look like the same? Wow, I'm red and peach. That's white. But again, she has no idea. And Senator Timberville isn't smart enough to lay it out for her like that. He has to convolute it all and say, well, I'm against white nationalism. If that's what you believe is a white nationalist, then yeah, I'm against you. But no, I'm not against you. But It just confused everything. It just, in, in my opinion, they need to have better responses. I sometimes wish I was an elected official. So now, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is.
3: Uh-huh.
1: We'll make you famous. Anyway, I don't have my rhino hat. It's not in the studio right now. I kind of wish it was. But you had Mitch McChina. Mitch McChina was asked about this. And, of course, his uh, his response to this is a Democrat response that has nothing to do with the question that he was asked. Mitch McChina later. The chinless wonder, ladies and gentlemen. Do you have any concerns that you have a member of your conference, Senator Tuckerville, who seems to have a hard time denouncing white nationalism, especially as it pertains to white nationalism in the military?
0: Yeah, white supremacy is simply unacceptable in the military and in our whole country. There you go. Let's do it, say it again. Let's let's say that one more time. It seems to have a
1: hard time denouncing white nationalism, especially as it pertains to white nationalism in the military.
0: Yeah, white supremacy is simply unacceptable in the military and in our whole country.
1: Yeah. No dog, guy. No, duh. But nobody asked you about white supremacy, did they? Eli, was the question, do you think white supremacy should be allowed? No, the question was, do you think white nationalism should be in the loud in the light? I don't think that uh, white supremacy has uh, a place in our military or our country. Uh... Nobody asked you that. Nobody asked you that. They asked you about white nationalism, a white person who's a nationalist. They didn't ask you about white supremacy, but you see how they did that there, right? So now Mitch McChina knows that. The chinless wonder knows that. And they are going to run that on Democrat stations for the next week. Even Mitch McChina or Mitch McConnell, the Senate minority leader, says that white nationalism is bad. No, he didn't. He said white supremacy is bad. So just so when your liberal friends and liberal co-workers and and morons that work around you and talk around you, try to bring this up, you could say, yeah, nice word salad, nice word change. Anyway, let me say thank you to the following people. We went to the post office today and we got a lot of mail. Uh, I have not read the letters yet, but I will read them in the morning. So (laughs) somebody called him Cocaine Mitch. (laughs) Cocaine Mitch. No, I, I don't disagree. I drug. What was that?
0: Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Yes, it
1: sure is. <laughs> Connie Cutbirth. Connie Cutbirth, thank you very much uh, for the donation. Rosa Catalano, thank you for the Bibles, my dear. It's always a pleasure. God bless you. God bless your family. Henry and Dina- Diane Furman sent a letter and a donation. I'll get to that letter tomorrow. Judy Gansert sent a donation and a note. Sylvia Wright sent a donation. We got a lot of mail. Joan Sexton, thank you for the card. Uh, prayer card. Asked to see about having Kyle Serafin on the show. Also asked for an update on East Palestine. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I have not checked in with East Palestine in quite some time, but that's a good idea to check in on them, and and I'm going to reach out to the church that we donated to and see what they've kind of done with that. It's a good idea. I haven't thought about that, and I'd love to have Kyle on. Jim and Bonnie uh, uh, Wenrick and family, thank you for the card and the donation. Gene Havey. God bless you. I'll read your letter tomorrow. Thank you for the donation. Jerry Trisult also sent a letter to read on Rise Up and a donation. Um, A Sister in Christ, Jesus from Texas, sent a donation and a letter. Georgia Key, donation. Thank you, Dean Show. Thank you. Debbie, I hope I say this right. Debbie Karibin, thank you for the Field of Greens to give away. Mary D'Agostino, thank you very much for the donations, the slush fund for Eli, and the red, white, and blue rubber duckies. Suzanne um, Scalioni, thank you very much. Sonja Woodruff, Reverend Rock and Dean, Dean, love him, going to read your letter in the morning. Suzanne Saunders, thank you for the donation. Lucinda Shepard, thank you. Janelle Mitten, um, Maria Schaefer sent Bible study, Bibles and holy moments by Matthew Kelly. Five minutes of our devotional. Thank you, our devotional. Thank you very much, all of you, for your stuff in the mail. Like I said, I will get to those letters in the morning, okay? And while you're joining in, ladies and gentlemen, always we try to get to 5,000 live viewers and 2,000 rumbles. I know that's a stretch. I know that's hard, but I think we could do it if we work together. So do not be shy. Share, share, share to all your social platforms, Okay. July 11th, year of our Lord. Ultimately, you are on a highway to heaven. Remember that show? Highway to heaven, hitchhiking. I love that show so much. Though there are many ups and downs along the way, the overall gradient is upward. Do not expect easy conditions on such high-reaching adventures, but do expect me to support you all the way to heaven. Psalm 32, 6. Therefore, let everyone who is godly pray to you while you may be found, surely when the mighty waters rise, they will not reach him. And from Acts 14, 21 and 2, Then they returned, strengthening the disciples and encouraging them to remain true to the faith. Quote, we must go through many hardships to enter the kingdom of God, just like Jesus did. Before you turn out the light tonight, be confident in me. With all your heart and mind, I am preparing you to live face-to-face with me internally. Ladies and gentlemen, none of us could go see God face-to-face right now. So think about our time here on earth as being in another womb. We're getting ready for the next next life. And God needs you here to do what he needs you to do here to build you up and strengthen you and prepare you to be face-to-face with him in heaven. How remarkable is that? So in Jesus' name, please remove your hats. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. And ladies and gentlemen, do not forget to check out Based America. Drew Hernandez is now on LFA TV at 7 p.m. on weeknights. You're not going to want to miss it. Drew Hernandez and Based America here right after Will Johnson. Okay, let's get right to it. First and foremost section, lift up your cups. Let's have our first slurp of the day. Here we go. Mmm. We have 3,200 people watching. I love each and every one of you. I know you're sharing. Let's get to it. First and foremost section of the day, we've got to talk about the update with Gal Luft. Gal Luft is the guy. Gal Luft is ready for this. Here's, this is going to blow your mind. Gal Luft is the Biden crime family whistleblower who was just indicted by the Biden crime family DOJ and is now pleading. For your help, as he has put out a give, send, go campaign to try to help him fund fighting this corrupt Biden DOJ. The Justice Department has indicted, as we talked about this morning on the 11 o'clock hour, they have indicted the whistleblower, no, excuse me, known as Gal Luft, just one week after he released a video detailing criminal allegations against the Biden crime family. Now, this was the second time that he has come out against the Biden crime family, okay? Now, when he um, made it to Cyprus, this was on February 18th of 2023, at 11.30 p.m., he tweeted out, I've been arrested in Cyprus on a politically motivated extradition request by the United States of America. The United States is claiming that I am an arms dealer. It would be funny if it weren't tragic. I've never been an arms dealer. The DOJ is trying to bury me to protect Joe and Jim and Hunter Biden. Shall I name names? That was in February. But then he reappeared and named names. And now that he's done that, the fake Biden corrupt DOJ... And this little scumbag loser right here, by the name of Merrick Garden Gnome Garland, who is the biggest loser of all time. I'm a loser. Couldn't even get to be a Supreme Court justice. I'm a loser. Loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. Now they have indicted him. So, now Gal Luft has been forced to fight this injustice. And he does have a give, send, go. Now, I know you guys are very, very um, bogged down with all of the things that you guys donate to and all of the things that you guys support, like LFA TV and other things. But what I'm going to do for those who want it Is I'm going to put the give send go in the chat. It looks like somebody else did as well. Thank you, JL Jazz. God bless you. It's there. If this is this is how we fight, you guys. So my wife and I we're going to put some money in there for him, and I think that we should. um, And I think that we should send him some slurp fund money. Uh, but that's there if you guys want to. I'll probably uh, put in about 200 bucks of my own money, and I'll probably put about 250 bucks from the Slurp Fund in there because I do believe, ladies and gentlemen, um, that we need to help them. Give, send, go. Or wait, oh, Garden Gnome is demonic. Yes, he is. Garden Gnome is demonic. Yes, he is. So there's the update on that. I will keep you guys updated when we get more information about Gal Luft and the indictment upon him. Okay, go read up on him first. Um, We've done that, but I agree. You should always know everybody that you're donating to 100 percent. 100 percent. I feel comfortable donating to him. Um, But I I, I agree. If you guys are going to donate to him, look him up. Okay, All right. Moving on. New York Post. Steven Nelson. I think he's going to deserve the Smarty Award of the day. Because it's very, very few and far between that we get anybody in the media that actually asks the right question. I mean, when you get a right question uh, to a senior official in the Biden administration, uh, you know they're not going to answer you, and and that's the case here. But what I love is Jake Sullivan, by the way, who I think is some kind of a demon in disguise, um, was asked by New York Post Stephen Nelson, well, what about the, the, uh, why did you guys indict Gal Luft? But you guys overlooked Hunter Biden and just let him go. I think it's a good question. Roll it. Yesterday, the U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York indicted a man named Gal for violating the Foreign Agents Registration Act by working without
2: registration for a company called CEMC China Energy. Uh, the president's son and
1: brother worked at the same firm without registration, and uh, the president was invoked in that administration down text message receiving the transfer of five million dollars to the Biden family. Um, the president allegedly
2: met with their business partners. Was penciled in for a 10% second, excuse me, and was listed on a uh, as a participant on a call about a
1: attempt by U.S. natural gas by CFC. Um, what's the White House's take on the potential error liability uh, or liability for the first family of the president here? I've not seen that and can't comment on it. There it is. I've I've not seen that and I can't comment on it. Jake Sullivan um, Jake Sullivan, a high ranking Biden official in the, in the, uh, in the, in the Biden cabinet. And he's not seen that. And he can't comment on that. Are you kidding me? He's not seen that. And he can't comment on that. What do you mean? You've not seen that. That's what I would like to know. What do you mean? You've not seen that Jake Sullivan. How is that possible? I don't think it's possible that you haven't seen that. But again, doing what Mean Gene, Kareem, Pierre, the Garbage Pail Kid of the White House, and many others do, they run, they run, they run. But I'd like to give the Smarty Award of the day today. Oh, thank you, Barb. Thank you so much. Barb just donated $100 and said, use where necessary. How about you roll that? Smarty Award of the day goes to New York Post. Ladies and gentlemen, Stephen Nelson. Super smart, ladies and gentlemen. Super Super smart. Hey, I'd like, to, I'd like to give a big shout out to Old Country Soap. Now, you guys know that we, um, we have two soap companies that we endorse time to time, depending on if they want to sponsor for that month or not. One is the great OFP Farms made with fully goat milk, right? O, uh, Old Country Soap is made with tallow. And I know that soap and body stuff, like they have, they're not paying to, 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 uh, to endorse me, but they have sent a lot of, um, a lot of product. And my wife loves tallow. So again, I'm just going to say because they're great and because they're in my chat, there's enough soap to go around for everybody, and everybody needs different things based on their skin. So if you need soap based with tallow, I'm going to give Old Country Soap a free plug right there. Shout out Old Country Soap in the chat. Got to love them. I love OFP Farms too. I use both. I use both. I don't use anything from the store anymore. I use all my stuff from local people making perfect stuff. That's what we do. That's what we do. All right, moving on, ladies and gentlemen. We have breaking news here on LFA-TV. Let's roll it, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Breaking news right here on LFA-TV. NATO has officially rejected the leather thong-wearing Uh, President of Ukraine and Ukraine as a whole, you will not be joining NATO. Ladies and gentlemen, is that not the best news of the day? I think we even have a perfect soundbite for that. Well, I say, not today, Satan. Not today, Satan. We told you this morning that Germany was going to actually block NATO from accepting Ukraine as part of their little membership club, even the United States of America wants them to join. But guess what? They not joining. So. Woo! Best news of the day. Gotta love it, huh? I love it. <laughs> That's what you get. That's what you get. NATO has fully rejected Ukraine uh, to become part of their little uh, honeycomb hideout, Boys and Girls Club. Uh, But it's good news for us. It's good news for the world. And, of course, um, Vladimir Zelensky, who is the fake president of Ukraine, well, he's not happy with that. He says, Zelensky calls the decision unprecedented and absurd. Unprecedented and absurd, Vladimir Zelensky. You've raped the United States of $200 billion. Okay? $200 billion. Not only that, you've allowed the Biden family, the Biden crime family, and many others, many, many others, Mitt Romney's son is over there as well, you've allowed them to launder money and you've allowed biolabs in your country so that chemical, bioweapon, um, chemical bioweapons can be manufactured there. I have no love lost for you, and anything that is against you, I am for. I am so sick and tired of seeing these Ukraine flags and this pride for Ukraine and pray for Ukraine. While they're over there shopping and sunbathing in Kiev, we're over here losing our country and paying them. Unbelievable. So that's our breaking news of the day. And I think it's the best news. Now, before we go to our first commercial break, there was also something else that was was, uh, that happened today in Congress that was good. I love your show, Jeremy. I have a huge following. I think I I think many of your followers. I camp I'm promoted for Patriots and F.O.J. F.O.G. Well, that's great. Awesome. Send everybody over here. Send them all over here. It's one big party. All working together. Many hands make light work. I appreciate you watching the show. All right. I want to take you, if I can, to, um, to the COVID-19 origins hearing that started this week in Congress now that they're back. And I'd like to take you and show you Chairman Representative Brad Winstrup's um, just a little excerpt from that. Like, I'm not going to really get into this, but I think it's something that we should stay up on. I think it's update. I think it's a uh, current event. And I think it's important that we get to the bottom. We know, but that the normies and the independents and the idiots out there get to the bottom of what happened with COVID-19. Roll To the, clip.
3: the origins question. In my mind at this point, I view the processes to be flawed. If we're to do better in the future, we must make every effort to mend our flaws. And overall, we're examining whether scientific integrity was disregarded in favor of political expediency. Maybe to conceal or diminish the government's relationship with the Wuhan Institute of Virology, or perhaps its funding of risky gain-of-function coronavirus research. Or maybe to avoid blaming China for any complicity, intended or otherwise, in a pandemic that has killed more than one million Americans and has had a crushing effect on all of humankind. In the earliest stages of the pandemic, scientists and public health authorities raced to understand this novel coronavirus called novel for good reason to understand how it spread who was at risk its origins Mm -hmm. and most importantly how to prevent loss of life china as we as work advanced gradually on most of these fronts the origins question stalled did it come from a natural spillover transferred from a bat to an intermediate source to a human? Or was it the result of a laboratory or research-related accident? In other words, did it come from a lab? Honestly, we may never know with 100% certainty the or
1: Oh, we know with 100% certainty, and I know you got to say that while you're working out these hearings and getting to the bottom of it. But I could take you all the way back to when Donald Trump said— Kung flu virus, China virus. And that lady said, "Ah, why are you calling it the China virus? And he goes, are you ready for this? Hold on, calm down. Are you ready? Because it came from China. That's why. Because it came from China. I'm the president of the United States. You are a reporter for CNN. Who do you think has the insight on where COVID possibly could have come from? The president of the United States, who's got more information than most of the world can even gather, or a lowly lying loser CNN reporter that goes, "Why you keep calling it China virus?" Remember that, Eli? Yeah. Why you keep trying to say Iraq because it came from China? That's why. That's why. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we see things coming from a mile away here on LFA TV. Not just us, but the audience too. The audience is probably the most intelligent, in-tune, researching audience that I have ever seen in my life. And you know know another way you can see them coming from a mile away? With your right? night vision binoculars, a two-in-one for $189. Ladies and gentlemen, even with military-grade night vision goggles... You need some sort of light to get them to work so perfectly. Some sort of a light source, not with these bad boys. Tech right night vision goggle is a revolutionary new night vision system. So hunting, camping, anything that you're doing out in the, in the evening times, a lot of people do um, a lot of people go night crawling and things like that. Well, night vision goggles, it's your answer. They're also binoculars. And the cool thing about them is, ladies and gentlemen, check this out built-in camera built-in video capture waterproof infrared illumination 300 meter range and sd card slot how do you do it how do you get these for 189 bucks how do you get this for your dad how do you get this for your uncle how do you get this for your brother i'll tell you how you go to tacrightlfatv.com. it's t-a-c-r-i-g-t-h-r-a-g-h-t-t-h TacRight right it's that simple Jack, right, L-E-T- T.D. T-D- Hodges says, great segue, Jerry. I know, right? See him coming from a mile away. Folks, we have 3,600 people watching here tonight. Uh, I saw you on Pete Santilli. This is the first time I've seen you live. I'll be back, and I'll invite others. You do great, DJT. Angie Mack. Angie, the first time you saw me was on Pete Santilli. That was years ago. Thank you for uh, for reconnecting with us and bringing back people. Make sure you subscribe and follow the channel. We have 11 hours. No, 12, 12 hours a day. Of live coverage. It's amazing. It's amazing what God has given us. We have 882 likes. Let's keep those thumbs up coming in as we move on to the next topic, and that's the national debt. Ladies and gentlemen, do you want to know how bad Kevin McCoward really is? Do you want to know how terrible this deal between Kevin McCarthy and Joe Biden with the debt ceiling really was? We tried to warn you. We tried to stop. We tried to get to 20 to even put a motion in to vacate, and nobody did anything. And do you know how much the national debt has skyrocketed since then, which has only been a few weeks? One trillion dollars. Eli, did you hear that? The national debt has skyrocketed one trillion additional dollars since the McCarthy- Biden debt ceiling deal. Uh, Can anybody say, open coffers for everybody, says Bad Moon. Amen. Let's get into this. Thank you to Kristen Taylor. I appreciate you uh, putting the story together. On June 2nd, the day before Biden uh, signed the debt deal into law, the national debt stood at thirty-one trillion, four hundred and sixty-seven billion, ninety-nine million. dollars Blah, 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 blah. The last date available, the debt was $32,477,000,000. So we went from $31,467,000 to $32,477,000. That is over $1 trillion of additional debt in just a matter of what? What is that, Eli? Five weeks? Five weeks. Great job. Trillion with a T, ladies and gentlemen, not Billion. $32 trillion. $32,477 billion. As opposed to $31,467 billion just five weeks ago. McCarthy went into the home stretch of negotiations with the charter in chief, the sniffer and thief, in May with strong public support for the Republican position of cutting spending, but ended up giving Biden unlimited borrowing authority until when? January first of twenty twenty-five putting these issues safely past the 2024 elections while leaving it to a lame duck Congress to increase the debt ceiling once again. So what do we do? Well, we do the only thing that we know how to do here on LFA TV, and that is we just constantly call them and we constantly... Robbie said, oh, that's only $200 billion a week. Amazing, isn't it? We need to put them out to pasture. And you know what we need to do? Just bought some old country soap. I love tallow as well. See that? See that old country soap and rosy? We all work together. Many hands make light work. I have a feeling we need to get these 20 engaged and we need to motion to vacate. Speaking of money, ladies and gentlemen, how many of you still have Bank of America out there? I know many of you should not have Bank of America, but I know it's easier said than done to switch banks. Raise your hand if you still have Bank of America because you're going to need to know something. And I need to know whether or not there's still a bunch of B-O-A customers in here because this story isn't going to really ring well if there's not. Okay? Here we go. Bank of America has been ordered to pay over $100 million dollars to customers, and over $150 million in penalties for illegal and deceptive banking practices. (laughs) Bank of anything but America. That's what it should be. Bank of anything but America, because they are Bank of anything but America, and they worked with the government on January 6th to help geo-track and triangulate credit card sales, debit card sales, along with the phones, so they could go and they could absolutely harass everybody in the country. On Tuesday, the Consumer Finance Protection Bureau, CFPB, announced that BOA will be fined and required to compensate customers who had been harmed by the bank's illegal and deceptive activities. It could be you. The CFPB has demanded that Bank of America pay more than $100 million to its customers for a series of illegal banking practices that include double-charging insufficient fund fees, withholding promised credit card rewards, and unauthorized opening of accounts using sensitive customer data. In addition to CFPB's order, the Office of the Comptroller of the Currency, OCC, has deemed the bank's double-dipping on fees as illegal. So then... If it's illegal, then can we get somebody in prison, please? Consequently, the bank will be required to pay 90 million in penalties to CFPB and an additional 60 million to the OCC. Quote Bank of America wrongfully withheld credit card rewards, double dipped on fees, and opened accounts with con- without consent, said CFPB Director Rohit Chopra. I miss American names. These practices are illegal and undermine consumer trust and customer trust. The CFPB will be putting an end to these practices across the banking systems. Yeah, I'm sure you will because you're desperately trying to get to a digital currency so you don't give a shift anyway. Moving on. Ladies and gentlemen, how many of you live in the Northeast with me? If you live in the Northeast, then you know that the state of Vermont especially has been hit harder than we were hit with Hurricane Irene. Now, I say we because I'm only five minutes from the Vermont border, and I'm only 15 minutes from most of these towns that have been washed and wiped away. Now, my heart goes out to Vermonters who are experiencing this kind of tragedy, whether you are Democrat or Republican. But what I will say is God doesn't like ugly, and we are just across the river here in New Hampshire, and none of our towns are floating or are, are destroyed. None of our towns were destroyed during Hurricane Irene. Maybe Vermont needs to get back right with God and stop mutilating children and allowing assisted suicides in their state, and maybe God would turn his face back towards them again. But as of right now, Vermont is being utterly destroyed. Roll the clip. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. Look at Vermont. This is Winooski River, Montpelier. Vermont's capital, Montpelier, is absolutely destroyed. We've got towns like Londonderry, Vermont, absolutely destroyed. We've got towns like Ludlow, Vermont, where uh, Okimo, Mount Okimo is absolutely destroyed. And you want to know the worst part? None of these people's home insurances or businesses' insurances are honoring any of their? Uh, they're not. They're not allowing claims. So this is going to come out of Vermonters' home, um, Vermonters' paychecks, and they're all broke as it is. There's no jobs in Vermont, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely none. Absolutely none. And this is what's happening just minutes from me. Now I thought that this administration signed an infrastructure bill worth. Hundreds of billions of dollars. Where is it? Why are our trains derailing? Why are our why are our airlines failing? Why are airplanes crashing? Why are the airlines being delayed and shut down? Why are we getting destroyed? Why are our dams and levees breaking everywhere? What in the actual H-E-Double Hockey Sticks is happening with Pete Boot Edge Edge, or what I like to call him, Pete Booty Plug? I wonder where Bernie Sanders is now. I wonder where Ben and Jerry's are now. I wonder if Ben and Jerry's is going to give back their land in in, in Waterbury, Vermont, where their headquarters are. I wonder if Bernie Sanders is going to sell one of his three homes or one of his six sports cars and come down here and help them out. I doubt it. I doubt it. Because Bernie Sanders is in the same category as Pete Booty Plug. They're both incompetent scumbags. and i think that I'm a there there it is there it is i'm a loser and i'm not what i appear to be so ladies and gentlemen you know it and i know it the 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 banking system that we just talked about the ridiculous national debt skyrocketing over a trillion dollars in 5 weeks You know we're going to a sponsor here, but I cannot stress it enough, folks. And you know what? I could care less. I really could care less which company you really want to use. I promote Gold Co. because they're a sponsor of the show and because they have the biggest buyback guarantee, okay? But you need to find out which which investment is best for your money because if you don't, you're going to lose the rest of what you got. I don't know how many times I can look in the camera and say this, folks. My wife and I have made the steps to try to at least make sure that when it all collapses, because it will be rebuilt back up, don't get me wrong, it'll be rebuilt back up, but when it collapses, we want to have a little something set aside. Now, and if the banking system literally does go to digital currency, folks, you got to save something. You know how many people have lost tens of hundreds, tens of if not hundreds of thousands? Wayne says, what money? Yeah, I get you, brother. I really do, I get you. But for those out there who do have it, and there are plenty that watch this show, maybe now is the time to go to goldcode.com slash live. Maybe now's the time to pick up your phone, call 855-559-3433. Maybe it is the time. Maybe it's the time that you diversify your assets today. I don't know. I don't know what you guys have for money in your life, and I don't want to know. All I know is that I take on sponsors here that help you, and that's what we're going to keep doing. Let's move on to the next story. Folks, another Democrat has left the Marxist party. And that makes a total of, if my count is correct, over the last year, that makes eight Democrats who have left the Democratic Marxist party to join Republican Party. Now, I have to ask you, why is it never Republicans leaving to go join the Democrat Party? And I thought about that really hard today. I really did. I thought about why Democrats... Leave that party to come to Republicans, but Republicans don't leave our party to go be a Democrat. It's because they want their cake and eat it too and they become rhinos. It's because they want their cake and eat it too and they become rhinos. See, a Democrat won't be caught dead pretending to be a Democrat or a Republican, I mean, when they're really a Democrat because feelings will get hurt too bad and they don't dare. They don't dare to say the things that Republicans dare to say because they know that their Democrat voters will crucify them, most likely literally. And Republican voters don't care. So that's why we have rhinos that don't switch parties and stay a rhino so they can try to get best of both worlds. You know, like your uh, your Lindsey Grahams and and your Liz Cheney's and your Mitt Romney's. But then you have Democrats like this one. Roll it. We got that? Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. We had a little bit of a technical difficulty here. All right, Democrat named Representative Misha Maynor, ladies and gentlemen, we have a video here for you that she put out, and I finally got it, and roll it. I'm State Representative
4: Misha Maynor, and recently I found myself in the Democratic Caucus. In the Georgia House of Representatives, I represent a solidly blue and highly diverse district, and I have never hesitated and will never hesitate to vote for the best interests of the communities I represent over party politics. I support school choice, parent rights, and opportunities for children to thrive, especially those that are marginalized and attend a failing school. The Democrats at the Capitol took a hard position and demanded every Democrat vote against children And for the teachers union, I voted yes for parents and yes for children, not failing schools. Some of the schools I represent have a 3% reading proficiency or children can't do simple math. So I have a few colleagues upset with me to the point where they are giving away $1,000 checks to anyone that will run against me. Wow. I'm not apologizing because my colleagues don't like how I vote when my community loves the fact that someone is finally sticking up for them and holding these systems accountable. Let's be real. Parents do not want their child trapped in a failing school and they aren't frustrated with teachers. They're upset with the elected leaders that put the teachers union and donors ahead of their constituents. If you listen to the people working so hard to push me out of office, you think I actually did something wrong. But in reality, they're upset I didn't do what they demanded, like a good little girl. Yep. But it's ironic. I'll say every election year, I hear Black Lives Matter. But do they? I see every other minority being prioritized except Black children living in poverty that can't read. We'll send a million dollars to the border for immigrant services, but black communities, not even a shout out. I'm sorry. I don't agree with this. I'm not backing down, and I'm actually just getting started.
2: Woo!
1: Wait, what was that? I'm not backing down, I'm actually just getting started. Ladies and gentlemen, I understand that we don't trust Democrats, I get it. I don't trust Republicans. I don't trust anybody but God, how about that? But we need this to happen. We need Democrats to be strong enough to even put a video out and say that. Do you realize that her putting a video out against her Democrat uh, colleagues saying I'm leaving the party because of X, Y, and Z? That is far more courageous than most Republicans do ever. You know that and I know that because of the way the Democrats will dox you and harass you and destroy your life. And she's calling out Black Lives Matter for what it is. We need these to happen. If we're going to make America great again by making America godly again, then we need to have people come together. We need to be what we, what are we called? The United States of America. And the longer she keeps taking the red pills, the more she'll wake up to all the other craziness that she believed. And I know this because we see this time and time again. Again, we see Democrats leaving the Marxist plantation all the time and coming to the Republican side. And they tell you why. That takes massive courage. So I'm all about it. I'm all about it. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to play a video for you next by a girl named Lisa Remillard. Remillard or Remillard, I don't really know how to say her last name. I don't really like this girl very much. Uh, Me and her have had our spats back and forth. We've had our arguments. She's definitely a, um, she definitely does not like Trump, you can tell. But she tries to make the illusion that she is in the middle But that's not why I'm playing you the video. I'm playing you the video because she actually has correct information in here. And I figured, you know what? Why try to echo what she's saying when I can just play her video? So if you like what she's saying, feel free to follow her on Instagram at lisa.remillard.com. She's worked in media for a very long time. She's uh, recently went independent over the last few years. But again, what she says here about Trump's trials coming up is actually on point. So here's the question. When will Trump actually go to trial in court? For the fake and phony classified document Mar-a-Lago raid case. Because that's the big one, folks. The the New York one is nothing. The Georgia one is nothing. Even if he was convicted, neither of those are anything. But the big one is Jack Smith's phony fake scam, which is the classified documents case. So, when will D- Donald Trump actually go to court and uh, and fight for that? I'd like to thank... 11776633 for the $50 donation and redneck1776 for the $50 donation. Let's go ahead and pop this on the screen and we're good. Go.
2: President Trump's trial over those classified documents should begin on August 14th. Hold up. Yeah, we want a speedy trial, but yeah, that seems a little close for us. Can we do December 11th instead? Hold up. We don't want a speedy trial. Can you just postpone this whole thing indefinitely? And there's the question when will former President Trump? actually go on trial over those classified documents found at Mar-a-Lago. Late last night, the former president's legal team filed this motion to Florida federal judge Aileen Cannon arguing that she should postpone this trial indefinitely. And if not indefinitely, then it should absolutely be postponed until after the 2024 presidential election, saying any time before that would be unreasonable telling and would result in a miscarriage of justice. The Trump team says they do not want a speedy trial for two main reasons. One is political and one is logistical. Logistically, Trump's lawyers say the Department of Justice has been investigating all this classified document stuff for more than a year and has collected more than 800,000 pages of documents and 57 terabytes of surveillance footage. The defense has to go through all of that stuff to prepare for trial and they just need more time. But they also say the former president and his lawyers are dealing with other criminal and civil trials and they don't have time to prepare for this one right now. Politically, the Trump team makes three arguments. One, they suggest this prosecution is purely political by a sitting president against his chief political rival, but there's no evidence to back up that claim in this document. Two, the former president is running for re-election and will likely become the Republican Party nominee, and he's going to be on the road so he doesn't have time to prepare for a trial. And three, they say in an election year, it'd be almost impossible to seat an impartial jury in this case. We'll have to see what the judge rules on this, but next Tuesday, the two sides will meet in Judge Cannon's Florida federal courtroom to discuss issues related to the handling of the classified information as part of any future trial.
1: So see, now you guys know why I didn't want to say all that. She already did it. Yes, she's annoying. Yes, I fought with her. Yes, I can't stand her. However, she made good points and I wanted to go ahead and echo or have, and play the video. You know, she made good points and she's right. Now, here's the thing. That means next Tuesday, Judge Eileen Canning, Cannon, not Magistrate Bruce Reinhardt. She's the one that oversees all of it. Bruce Reinhardt is just like her lackey who's doing what she she tells him to do. Okay? Next Tuesday, Judge Eileen Cannon will say when this trial is going to happen. And I pray that they push it off all the way until 2025. I really do. At first, I said, let's get it over with sooner. But now now I want to drag it out. Drag it out. Ava would win on talking faster. Yes, I think she would. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to give a big shout-out to somebody who said, I never get a shout-out even when I donate. Is it not going through? You know what? You're going to get a shout-out whether you go donate or not, and thats R Z E K-R-Z-E-Jules for KRZEJewels4DJT. Shout-out to you, and God bless you, and thank you for trying to donate, but no, I don't think they're going through, okay? All right, moving on. we got about six minutes left, and I've got a lot to get through. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I think they're going to pin this cocaine on Joe, and I think Joe's going to cover for Hunter and take the blame for the cocaine, and I think they're going to blame it on dementia, and I think the reason why he's going to cover for his son Hunter is because there's more Biden crime family to take down through Hunter than there is through Joe, and I think they're going to get him out of the way real quick. Ladies and gentlemen, he looks bad. Have you seen him moping around the world? Oh, He looks super bad. And I'm not just saying this because I think the guy's already dead. <laughs> and maybe maybe it is not Joe Biden. Maybe it is a clone. Maybe it is an imposter. Maybe it's a body double. I don't know. But this Joe Biden that you see every day is about to die. And every time this man has to walk, he needs help. Trump doesn't need help. This man needs help every time he walked somewhere. Trump never needed help. He was jumping around. He was running around. Folks, it's bad. Let's watch it. See, he needs, he needs assistance to sit down. Look at this. They grab him. There you go, Joe. There you go. He needs assistance to sit down. He needs assistance to sign. He needs assistance to do anything. They've got to tell him, yes, your signature, sir. This was in Lithuania, uh, L- Lithuania at the Hall of NATO Summit. Oh, I'm going to block out the sun, color in these lines, I'm going to write a fake name, blah, 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 blah. My son is a crackhead, blah, 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 blah. He absolutely looks lost as he was led across the hall of the NATO summit in Lithuania. (laughs) Sir, is that what you, sir, you did it right? Okay, yeah, I did it right, yeah, I did it right. It is, I I believe you're right. I believe it is, I believe a lot of it is an act, but maybe it's not, I don't know. The guy's nuts and he's crazy and he's dead. Now, compare that to this man, ladies and gentlemen, and tell me who's got the low Jeb Bush energy. Come on, everybody. Come on. Let's dance. Jump up. Let's dance.
3: Young men. There's no need to feel down, I say.
1: Your president now. Let's go Trump 24. Everybody say tell me? Who looks like the president and who looks like a corpse? Oh, and then you got young man, Trump out there dancing all around, doing three, four rallies a day. The guy is a beast. So ladies and gentlemen, why is Donald Trump beating the absolute breaks off of Ron DeSantis or as MSNBC called him <laughs> today? Ron disaster. <laughs> That's NBC. That was NBC, ladies and gentlemen. Remove the lower third there. Remove that so they can see this, that it's NBC. There it is, right there. Look at that. MSNBC is calling him Ron disaster. <laughs> Hey, let's give Ron DeSantis the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day because he has taken what could have been a great campaign and absolutely botched it, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Dumb Dumb Award of the Day goes to Ron Disaster, and I saved the best for last. Who's ready? Y'all ready for this? How many of you in this chat are a Michigander? Do you live in Michigan? Oh, do I love me some Michigan? I met a lot of great people in Michigan. Y'all know. Y'all know what I'm talking about. All Michigan GOP members of Congress just endorsed Trump. I'm done. I'm done. Let's go. His delegation is on fire and Ron DeSantis can't get five people. He can't get five delegates, ladies and gentlemen. It is on like Donkey Kong in Volodymyr Zelensky's purple thong, ladies and gentlemen. All Michigan GOP mo- members endorsed Donald Trump. Trump won the state of Michigan in 2016 by just over 10,000 votes from Hillary Clinton, and now he's got the endorsement of every single Republican member of Congress. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, you know, you know, Ron DeSantis is, how dare you? How dare dare you? you? (laughs) Michigan is coming through, ladies and gentlemen. Well, you know what? That's going to do it for today. There are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one. You say it, Yahweh. That's right. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever, ever prosper. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for being here. Culture Wars with Will Johnson comes up next, followed by Based America at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Drew Hernandez. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And whatever you do, keep spreading the gospel. And I'll see you all tomorrow. Welcome, all newcomers. God bless you. Peace out.